welcome to Therapist Spotlight. Hello everybody, welcome to Angela's Therapist Spotlight, the podcast where we aim to showcase our wonderful members to the wider community. I'm your host Joshua Brooks and tonight we've got a really wonderful guest, Anna Vagnik. And Anna is a remedial massage therapist that specializes in oncology massage and lymphedema as part of that whole cancer treatment and the effects and the chronic conditions afterwards. So this is going to be an excellent conversation. Anna, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's our absolute pleasure. So first question, how did you get into natural health? I I guess I've always been a caring person, always very... uh, into uh, very curious how the body works and the effects of stress and body muscles. And after that, I decided to go to uni to do a physiotherapist degree, actually, back in my country. So I work with that for a few years, and then you have the opportunity to move to Australia mm. uh, due to my husband's job. Then I also stopped working in the industry for a few years when the kids were little. And then I decided to do a training course in myotherapy. And for that, I did the remedial massage course as I step up Mm. for that goal. But guess what? I just fell in love with remedial massage and all the, uh, the results I get, I get from that, like a, is not just about treating the clients, the muscles and their uh, muscles issues, and then it's much more uh, help them get along with their lives, and uh, the stress point is it's very good. I have very good results with pre-medial massage therapy as well. So that's when I get into that. Yeah, wonderful. And so I guess growing up in another country and possibly another little bit of a culture and then moving to Australia have you noticed a difference in the way Australians look at natural health as compared to where you grew up or has that been a bit of a shift or has it been quite an easy integration how was how was that for you ah uh, it was a quite easy integration i think yeah. and then i think the australia they are very good on the structure that you don't have as much in brazil in brazil you mm-hmm. have more doesn't uh, you have more freedom to do whatever you want. Here you have the scope of practice more rigid, mm-hmm. but I think it's great. And then you have so many professions. Actually, remedial massage therapist is not a thing that uh, is not a professional in Brazil. Mm-hmm. You have the massage therapist, yes, but the remedial massage therapist itself do not exist. And I think it was great because I use my uh, background as a physiotherapist with the, all these new tools from remedial massage therapy mm. and mix and match and applying to the clients. And it's been, it's been wonderful, actually. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And so oncology massage is so important because taking care of them when they're going through such a, you know, a hardcore treatment as chemo. Yeah. It's it's just wonderful for them. But what got you into oncology and lymphedema? Like what grabbed you about that and what made you interested to pursue that path with your career? Yes, the thing is when I start to work as a remedial massage therapist, we work a lot uh, and learn a lot, apply into healthy bodies, mm. more the athletes and 
people that uh, does lots of exercise. But I always, probably because of my background in physio, I always more interest, I have more interest in people that has some frail issues, all the chronic yeah. problems. And then I have more and more clients. And then I have this lack of knowledge mm. that, uh, so I have this client go all this process with all this medication and uh, with scars. Sometimes they have a port and going through, you know, the chemotherapy can be very mm. harsh in their bodies. So the mm. oncology massage course uh, give me tools to work with them. And I also can apply for any other chronic issues. I have some clients that they have Parkinson's and have a, a very good outcome from the, the massage that the, is way more gentle. Mm. And the way you accommodate a client, it's very important. So most of them cannot go face down the table. So you put them sideways or face up. You have... Um, you have to keep monitoring how do, do they feel if they have nausea or if they are cold or, you know, they have a different response. And then one week after when they come back, you see how much they improve. It's sometimes they need uh, less uh, pain medication. Mm -hmm. They sleep much better and they, you know, help them go through the, the treatment. Mm. And so I guess what I would ask for the community at large maybe who don't necessarily understand what the remedial massage therapy can do for someone going through cancer treatment what is the goal that you're working with with your clients is it is it the same sort of goal as a normal remedial massage therapist or are you trying to do something different with the tools that you've got to get them on their health path what what's sort of your aim with your treatments as you're as you're treating these people with these chronic conditions uh the the goal is they feel better yeah. on that week. It's like a short-term goals. It's not like a, a normal uh, someone that's healthy that have a long-term goal. So the goal keep changing as we go as well. Yeah. Like uh, can change from one week to another. Mm -hmm. And they will come with different side effects of the medication, for example. And then you pretty much go from that. So yeah. always going to have like an interview, sit with them and say, okay, how's your week been? Are you being sleeping? Okay. Uh, then they have the neuropathies uh, and then they have like a out of the blue, some uh, muscle pain that they didn't have the week before. And then chemotherapy also is, um, is a, has a cumulative effect. So the first few weeks they, oh, I'm feeling fine. And then you do pretty much the same but then they start getting more effects along the way and then you have to prepare them uh, for example if they are going to radiotherapy and had a breast cancer surgery mm -hmm. and they also have cording which limitates their uh, the way the range of movement of their shoulder and normally they put the arm up here for receive the radiotherapy treatment and they cannot do that. So you work on that. So they gain the range of motion to be prepared for the treatment. Yeah. Yes. And what do you, what, so what do you mean by like lymphedema massage for people who don't know? What, what's that oh. treatment entail and what, what, what are we doing with, with that, with that treatment? Oh. 
lymphedema it's a it's a chronic condition then mm. it's very common after uh, they remove or have any uh damage with the lymph nodes mm -hmm. so what we treat is a uh is a range of things so that ideally we have to decrease the size of the affected area because of the swelling Mm -hmm. So to do that, you have bandages, you have laser therapy, you have pump therapy. We have taping that's been working like magic. Very mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, wow. So, yes, you do the uh, manual lymphatic drainage as well. They have, it's a lot about education mm -hmm. for the client and for, uh, even for the surgeon, because the surgeon has time to treat the cancer, for example, not to treat the lymphedema after. So we pretty much have this co communication between the professionals to help the, the client to get better. Mm. So uh, then they have exercise. Uh, we prescribe garments, the compression garments. They yeah. have a, a more and more technology and new garments and new fabrics it's been yeah there's a lot to do and it's very interesting and challenging yeah wonderful and so what so how would a remedial massage from from you look different for the cancer patients or if you're doing lymphatic drainage to take in mind their frail stature so I'm, I'm assuming that it won't be quite so hardcore and digging into the trigger points that you would see from like a sports massage how does that change given that your clients frail sort of status what what sort of tools and techniques and that do you do you use when you're when you're treating those clients uh what i use it's a very gentle techniques mm -hmm. you're right you don't trigger point them yeah. it's uh to make them feel more comfortable uh one of the aim of stress and pain is a rich relaxation response mm -hmm. so the pressure that you do in the client is very gentle mm -hmm. uh, for the manual lymphatic drainage is also a gentle one but you can dig a little bit more because you just have to uh, guide the fluid for the right place for the body to eliminate that yeah so it's it's way more gentle way more calm mm -hmm. and lots of co communication between the clients and me and how do you feel now how do you, you know it's mm -hmm. like a, uh is the same uh, i can use that techniques for someone that have a uh, multiple fractures for example and then you you know have a, a leg with a problem then an arm with a problem and then how you gonna accommodate them to them to get uh, comfortable on the table to receive the treatment? Yeah. And so when you're doing these um, fluid drainage or treating with the cancer, what sort of side effects can you see? Or do you find that this helps remeliorate the side effects from their treatment? Or can this, can this you know, like we're, we're building these up so if people come to you, how do you tell them that the treatment may um, affect them in the future? Because obviously it's going to help them get better, but they may feel more nauseous or they may feel tired or they may feel sore. What have you found with, with that kind of thing with your work? Yes, for the, uh, the ones doing the cancer treatment, normally mm. they feel much better. 
Yeah, uh, they they can have we have to deal with the fatigue as well so if mm -hmm. i do too much with them because for some clients it's a lot to drive to the clinic go there do the massage and come back home is a lot for them to do this in one go so mm -hmm. sometimes you have to deal with that and reduce the time of the treatment yeah uh and then they just gonna probably is the tired but also they reach this relaxation point that they're going to sleep better and that's mm. one thing that's going to help the following day yeah with the um uh, lymphatic drainage they can feel a bit uh off the next day mm -hmm. but this is, is just uh the first one once they get used to that they feel better but yeah. the benefit is so great because if you have a a lymph, for example, full of fluid, this is get the muscle tight. Mm. They, you can have infection from that. So even they feel a bit off the following day, they're going to feel uh, the balance feeling much better and a bit off doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's, and then I always um, make sure I measure them in the, the affected area in the beginning of the treatment and the end of the treatment and they can see straight away how many centimeters is less from their blimp. It's, it's wonderful, actually. Yeah. And yes, and then you have to uh, guide them to do the right thing at home as well, the, mm -hmm. about the education, about the exercise, and yeah. And so even if you don't have cancer or one of these chronic diseases, um, people can benefit from lymphatic drainage as well, can't they? Just by going and getting a lymphatic drainage massage from a practitioner. Oh, yes, they can. They really can benefit on that. So, uh, but the results are not so clear. Like, uh, mm -hmm. it's not so obvious. It's just very gentle results. Yeah. Uh, like the clients, oh, I feel nothing. Maybe they go more often to the toilet for uh, urinate, but it doesn't mean they don't really notice in a general life is mm -hmm. just very gentle difference mm -hmm. and once you have a chronic problem the difference is just dramatic yeah yeah and so since you are dealing with these people with quite um compromised immune systems with quite um on, on a lot of treatment how do you modify your oils or your mediums or anything that you're using with with your clients do you have to take very special care do you get medicated oils from a doctor to use how does that sort of look when you're when you're actually treating your clients yeah that that's a very good point uh we try to use the oil that uh it's no sense mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because of the the nausea and yeah. that can trigger headaches this is not just for the frail clients but for the clients in clients in general Mm -hmm. So we use one that do not give allergy or never did so far, but I always be very careful and that mm -hmm. I'll always explain that one. It's a very neutral one. Nobody gets allergy so far, but if you have anything, uh, just let me know and then you can swap. But you tend to use a, the most clean and pure oil. Mm. And normally it's, up, uh, it's based in apricot oil. 
Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. And then you try to avoid uh, the oils that have more chemicals because they all go through your skin. And so you just really did a good research. Another good oil is uh, almond oil. But mm -hmm. that one is a little bit, the sense is strong. So some people cannot, uh, doesn't like that one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we, we use uh, this kind of oil. And for, um, for the lymphedema treatment, there's no oil. It's just hands-on, especially because they're going to tape them by the end. So normally I do all the manual lymphatic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh no oil and then i tape the client by the end and they go home taping yeah. and the taping helps to keep draining for the next few days yeah wonderful beautiful and so with your own practice are you just seeing um chemo patients and oncology patients and lymphedema patients or do you see general people as well how, how do you merge that with your own practice yourself no i see general people mm -hmm. uh it's especially because if you're thinking lymphedema, many people think they don't have lymphedema or they have something. And yep. then we start to have a look and see, oh, maybe you have lymphedema and start treating them and have the results. Mm -hmm. But I saw all kinds of clients. Uh, mm -hmm. So I do athletes, uh, like a, uh, people like runners, uh, mm -hmm. You know, people that does exercise, people that have an accident or just, you know, uh, people that work in the computer the whole day mm -hmm. or have a stressful time in their lives. And yes, yeah. all the kinds of normal people as well. <laughs> and so would you say for like the lymphatic drainage and that kind of thing, if you are an athlete to so say, for example, if you're a runner and you've all of a sudden got swelling in your ankles or your knees because you've been training really hard or if you've got something like that would... Would, is that when you'd go and sort of see lymphatic drainage for you as an athlete? Um, how would that work? Like, And when would you sort of say, what are the signs for people that are listening to this? If they think, well, I may have lymphedema, I think I've got some swelling on my lymph nodes, how would you tell or how would you like encourage people to come and see you if they think that this could benefit from them? What, what are you sort of looking yes. for? Uh, nowadays, they, they have lots of research about athletes and uh, recover from training and mm -hmm. uh, manual lymphatic drainage. Yep. And they have also the pumps that uh, uh, the pumps that the pneumatic pumps that drains the fluid as well is just more for recover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that you can apply. And other people, uh, we have a lipoedema, which uh, mm -hmm. lymphedema uh, came from the fat uh, deposits in the body. Mm -hmm. So this is a pretty much a, a genetic illness, but people just label as uh, overweight mm -hmm. problem. So yeah. it doesn't. It helps with diet and exercise, yes, but they need to treat the lymphedema. And that's a kind of client that takes forever for someone to realize they have another problem on top of their overweight or, you know. So it's, yeah, uh, yeah that's other things going on. You have the ones with edema itself that comes from... Um, uh, circulatory problems mm -hmm. and they do not realize they have a lymphedema on that until they have probably they're going to have an infection because if you not move 
the waste of the fluid that's uh, static in one place, you're probably going to have a deep infection. And this is a serious condition. And then probably they're going to have the infection first, go to the hospital. They say, oh, maybe you have a lymphedema. You have to see a therapist for that. Mm. Yeah, excellent. Well, we've just come up on time. Thank you so much for coming on, Anna. It's really oh. amazing. Yeah, where can thank people you very find you? Where, where's your connections? Where, 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 where are you located? Where's your clinic? Yes, uh, I'm located in Brisbane, and the uh, easiest place to find me is through my website. It's called uh -huh. vidaboritherapy.com. Yep. And there I have the, my email, my phone, and the place I'm working at the moment. So go to the website. I have all the information and my work. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Well, anybody out there who's in Brisbane and thinks that they could very much benefit from some lymphatic drainage or think that they may have a lymphedema or are undergoing some sort of oncology process at the moment, please check out Anna. And as always, the contact links will be underneath. But we'd just like to thank you so much for coming on Therapist Spotlight today. Oh, Anna. Thank you for having me. It was great. Yeah, it's been absolutely wonderful. For everybody else out there, have a great day and we'll catch you all next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to Therapist Spotlight. If you would like to know more about ANTA, visit us at www.anta.com.au.